Chris, the other day I, I threw this trailer park bash, right? <laughs> Last weekend, yeah. And, yeah, and I was thinking to myself, man, you know what we should have more in this world? Huh. More public shows of people using the Thigh Master. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of all ages, movie suckers, suckers that don't, some don't, that do suck. And movies that don't suckers. suckers that do. Movies that don't movies suckers. That don't suckers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Movies Don't Suck and Some That Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris, and I'm pumped to be here. You're pumped. You're pumped. You're <sighs> pumped. Chris is happy because he didn't lose his job today. Mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. right. <laughs> today we are reviewing two movies that are out there in the, in the masses that people have been talking about. To be honest, these movies have been talked about a lot in the last yeah. uh, like 72 hours mm-hmm. around media world. Yep. So we're going to take a look at them. We're going to gander in and see what we think of them. The first movie being Smile featuring Sosia Bacon. Just so, I think it's just Sosia Bacon. So see bacon. So see bacon. Kevin fucking hated you. Do you know how much he despised you? Whenever he knew you were raising our son. So yes, I want my son back for me, but also for Kevin. Because he deserves a lot better than you. Daughter of Kevin Bacon, by the way. If you didn't know. Yeah, I know. And uh, that was from... Uh, Mayor of, uh, gosh dang it, um, it's the movie that she, the show that she was in that won like a bunch of awards. I can tell you she looks nothing uh, like she does in the show, like in, the, in this movie. She looks completely different. Yeah, Mayor of Easttown. Okay. Yeah. All right. And also in this film, the lovely Jesse T. Usher, everybody. What are you doing about Blue Hawk? Okay, first of all, everyone at Vought is just heartbroken over your brother's tragic accident. It wasn't an accident. Blue Hawk went ape shit for no reason. Well, he said he felt threatened. Threatened? Mm-hmm. By what? A room full of black people with no superpowers? Look, I scheduled him for 12 weeks of sensitivity training. Fuck that. I want charges brought. A-Train! A-Train! <laughs> I love A-Train. All right, and also uh, Kyle Gallner, Gallner, I'm sorry, Kyle Gallner is in this film as well. Well, it says nightmares are triggered by the belief that the dreamer has no control and this can cause insomnia. But then it says at the 70-hour mark, the insomniac will begin to experience micro-naps. His brain will begin to shut down its functions for several seconds and attempt to recharge itself. This basically means that you're dreaming, but you don't know it. Like, even if even if you're awake. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's from, like, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, right? That one? The remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. where uh, the guy who played Rorschach played Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and um, thoughts on also, that as, uh, a, as a Freddy guy? What did you think of that? Um, it was too child molesty. Okay, I got gotcha. like, <laughs> There's you. There's a know, comedy. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like in Freddy Krueger, like the original Nightmare on Elm Street, he was a child murderer, not oh. a child, you know. Diddler. Um, yeah, I got gotcha. <laughs> okay. Molester. Yeah, and it got it got a little too uh, rapey for me, okay. a little too much. I feel. Uh, yeah, it cr- crossed the line a little too much. Okay. And then also uh, in this film, the one, the only, K.L. Pin. Next, make sure she knows that you're a nice guy, okay? And this is important, so pay attention. You're a nice guy who she will never see again. 
That she'll never see again? I don't get it. Think back to college. Spring break, specifically. Nice girls let their sexual cats out of the bag all spring break long on South Padre Island because they know when they get home, it'll be right back to prim and proper, smart and respectable, without anyone around to say otherwise. But this is NYC, not spring break, right? Exactly! Which is why you're flying back to LA in the morning. Or you're fucking moving to Nepal on Tuesday, whatever. Whatever words go from your lips to her ears, letting her know that she will never see you again. And then just like spring break, the farther away she thinks you'll be next week, the more likely she is to do something really erotic back in the sack tonight. That's Kyle Pinn trying to get to, trying to help those dudes get the dick wet. So better off single. Yeah, better off single. There we go. Perfect. Twenty six yeah, better off single. single. Yeah. All right, and uh, All right, and that is the first movie that we're going to be talking about. Smile. The second movie <laughs> is completely full of controversy this week. Yeah. Uh, like I don't think anybody, like everybody and their brother, has been talking about this movie that has sawed it or has reviewed it or whatever. So uh, the movie that we're talking, the second movie we're talking about today will be Blonde, featuring playing Norma Jean herself, Anna Diarmas. You gave me an empty gun? The shells were coming, okay? Huh? The shells were coming. You, you ran away too then fast. Then you need to say, hey, wait, that's empty. No, it's assumed. I assumed it's loaded, so I run after the guy. Who throws a loaded gun? I asked for a loaded gun. No one throws a loaded weapon, okay? Are you coming? And then also in this movie, uh, with her is Julianne Nicholson. Tony, where the hell is that tractor? What's up, Helen? Pushing a car off 90. Why the hell does everything take forever around here? Small town, boss. I figured you would be used to it by now. Light a fire under his ass. All right, yeah. that's uh, She played, uh, we'll talk about who she plays in the movie later on, but yeah, it's Julianne Nicholson. Right? Yeah. Wilson this. And I cannot remember the other people I Okay, I got you. Hey, <laughs> we got Xavier Samuel. Jesus, Graham! Why are you wearing a gimp mask? Ah! He put it on me while I was asleep. I don't know why you thought that'd be funny. Yeah, it must be insane. Of course it's not funny. All right, stop it! The bigger question is what is Ramsey doing in my room? Who? The sheep! Jim's sheep! That's right, the little fucker bit me. It's in my room, dressed like a lady. Sheep, that was your idea to put it in drag. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah, I thought it would be quite funny at the time. Well, he needs to get him back before someone realises he's missing. If Jim finds out we fucked with the ram, he's going to go ape shit. And I don't really want to deal with that on my wedding day, do you? Right then. So fix it. Get her, him, back to the old house. We also have Bobby Cannavale as ex-athlete. <laughs> Yeah, one quick, and I just want to amount. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! You jumped the gun. I had something to say. Sorry, say it. That movie, that movie, that uh, that reference where they had a sheep in the bedroom mm-hmm. is a uh, movie called uh, what was it? Uh, uh, best men or the best men? Yeah, the best. Where was it? A few best men. Yeah, yeah. A few best men, and that is actually available for free on YouTube. Is it so? Funny? If you want to go watch that, the whole movie. Yeah, I watched a good 30 minutes of it <laughs> yeah. while I was, you know, preparing yeah. stuff. So, yeah, it was funny. It was uh, what parts I saw were funny. Okay. Uh, we got Bobby Cannavale as ex-athlete. I don't understand. I got my punches. Didn't you just say I could have a free milkshake? Yes, and you can redeem it on your next visit. What's the difference? I'm here now. I'm sorry, sir. That's not the way it works. Okay. Should I just get out of line and then get back in? No, sir. You would have to redeem it on your next visit here. 
What qualifies as a visit? Do I have to leave the premises and come back? Do I have to go home? Is it time-based? You see the faulty logic here, don't you? Sir, those are the rules. You could speak to the manager, or I'd be happy to add a milkshake to your order for $12.95. It's not about the money. It's about the principal. Sir, there's nothing I can do. Uh-huh. Calm down. Screaming isn't going to help the situation, is it? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I agree. That's not good. Is he dead? Uh-huh. All right. Be there in 15 minutes. When we lose our principles, we invite chaos. From uh, Mr. Robot. <laughs> Mr. Robot, one of my favorite, one of my favorite characters in that show. Okay, dude. I'm actually in the middle of rewatching it. So you did not add a clip, but I did. This is Adrian yeah. Brody as the playwright. To deliberately believe in lies while knowing they're false. Examples of this in everyday life. Oh, I need to be pretty to be happy. I need surgery to be pretty. I need to be thin, famous, fashionable. Our young men today are being told that women are whores, bitches, things to be screwed, beaten, shit on, and shamed. That's from Detachment. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what movie that's from. Okay. I forgot um, Adrian Brody was in. What what happened was like when I was looking through the cast. Yeah, they don't have it really listed yeah. well. Yeah, they have was, like a bunch of the extra people listed before you even get to the whatever. So I was just like, I know I'm missing someone I, there. So Adrian yeah. Brody was. The I other thought one I, was I, I thought we'd be remiss if I didn't include a couple of the Academy Award winning Adrian Brody. So yeah, yeah, I guess he won an award once. Yeah. All right, Chris, tell everybody where they can find us. You can find us online. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com, social media, social podcast. We're on Twitter, at MGS Podcast. We're on Instagram, at MGS Podcast. We're on Patreon, Patreon.com, social media, don't suck. And we're uh, also on uh, Bonfire. You go to Bonfire.com, social media, don't suck. It's something to do. You'll find shirts and stuff like that uh, fashionable thing that Neil's wearing right now. You can, you can buy. Also, um, it, we're on all streaming platforms. If you're on watching this YouTube, subscribe, watch this Facebook, at the page. And wherever you find podcasts, you can find movies that don't suck. And some that do. What do we do for small businesses, pal? Before we talk about small businesses, I just want to say the people that are watching out there, we do have uh, chat services. So at every single place that you are watching, mm-hmm. if you were watching on YouTube, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitch, if you put a comment in the chat, we will see it. We will reply to you guys, and we will talk to you, and you will be part of the podcast, which you will actually hear, which Chris releases every Sunday, uh, which is the edited version of you know, all the mess ups that you hear is basically just for you who are watching right now. So if you join into the chat or if you don't agree with something we say, or you totally agree with something we say, just jump in there and we'll be more than happy to have you part of the voices of the movie. Don't Mm -hmm. suck family. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but small businesses, we like to promote small businesses on our own. Uh, We ask them sometimes, sometimes we don't. It's just places we (laughs) like to go shopping places. We like to help out. We want to help the little guy. We want to help the pretty people who are local, just like records with merit. 
Records with Merit is in Kansas City. It is at 1614 Westport Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64111. If I'm correct, that is the Westport District, mm-hmm, yeah, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, down the street okay. from uh, another record store, Mills. But, yeah, we're talking about Yeah, yeah. Okay, but Records with Mary, uh, here's a little about them. After almost 19 years in the corporate music retail world, Marion decided that it was time to stop being a sous chef and open up her own small, intimate vinyl retail space, Records with Merit. Now, they have been there for several years, and I have not seen a rating higher, I mean, <laughs> this high. Yeah. Or a record store. Yeah. It has a 4.7 out of 5 yeah. out of 73 votes on on uh, Google. And, I mean, like, listen to some of these reviews. Super friendly staff and great selection of vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the owner is so sweet, offers you drinks and candy. She offers you candy? Yeah. I mean, you, you, like she, when, you got a beer there when we went to record store today. Oh, yes. I remember. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I got two beers. I got two beers. <laughs> I got two beers. Yeah. I remember that place. Yeah, now that I look at the place more. Yeah. But um, large selection of records. The, the crew is super nice. Uh, they had live music there, I believe, if I remember uh, one time I went in there. Well, you, that's actually a picture of record mills you have up on the screen right now. Really? <laughs> yeah. What the heck? I put records with Mary. Okay. okay. All right, so we'll, we'll do the front shop window. Yeah. That is not my bad. That is Google's bad, everybody. Just want you to know that. All right, and then we'll put their their whole information. So, <laughs> Records with Mary, if you need new vinyl, uh, they also have live music there. I've, I've seen live music there before. <laughs> um, they are open Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, you can find all information and their catalog at recordswithmerit.com, or you can go to Facebook as well with Records with Merit. Perfect. Yeah. Great placement. I love them. I love them there. Yeah, I mean, we had a good time there. I know, I remember now which store it is. I, I don't know why. We went to a few places. I think we ended up at Kelly's on the roof there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 man. It's good times. Good times. Good times. Now uh, I'm going to take a nap, take over the rest of the show. I know that you've been doing like, uh, pulling a 70-hour week so far. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, the fair is in town here for everybody that doesn't know here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the state fair. And I work for several radio stations and I have been working. This is the only day I had off. So literally everything I had to do for the podcast, I did today. All the movies too? No, no. The movies I watched uh, both yesterday. Okay. Wow. So I watched one in the morning. I watched, no, no. uh, It was yesterday. Yesterday was Wednesday. No. So I watched uh, one on Tuesday after work. And then uh, yesterday after work, I watched uh, Blonde. Okay. So. That was the whole evening. Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, gosh, that's a three-hour movie. We'll talk yeah, about that yeah, in a yeah, little yeah, bit, we'll, too. We'll. Um, but um, it has been nonstop. And plus, as Chris knows, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I threw a massive house party this past week. What would you think? Oh, yeah, the, photo, the photos are great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, well, which, which, fo- which photo was your I the Thigh Master photo. I saw a few of those, and I was like, what's going <laughs> There's people. We, we, we went from, uh, originally we were going to do a, um, we were going to do a, what was the, the original idea was to do a wet t-shirt contest, co-ed, yeah. which all men signed up. Of like, course, not why, even wouldn't one they, female. why wouldn't they not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, um, then we 
we're going to do a spin carving contest. But then we kind of thought people been drinking, maybe not <laughs> hand them a butter knife, you know, and not hand yeah, them yeah. some knives to that's carve uh, stuff like that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, and Patricia, my sister, has uh, given her opinion about what her favorite picture was. Are you, you going to post it? Post what? The picture. You mean this picture? Oh, look at you looking all badass. <laughs> it's me with the mullet in front of a picture of me with the mullet. Oh, it's, it's perfect, dude. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Evan uh, totally came in and was like, he's like, dude, you have a mullet right now. You need to take a picture in front of that picture of you mm-hmm. with the mullet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I wasn't happy by that, but. I'm so happy that some of my teenage Pete pictures could work so well in my trailer park bash party. <laughs> well, I'm uh, you grew up in trailer park, right? You know, claiming my hood, man. Claiming my hood. Yeah. Straight out of the trailer. <laughs> Straight out of the trailer. <laughs> my my house used to have wheels, yo. Yeah, you get to go anywhere <laughs> you want. Um, but um, uh, what's I'm, I think I'm ready to talk. Uh, let's turn our frowns upside down and let's talk smile. Oh yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it. Did you see how I, yeah, I yeah, advertised I it? Is I that saw. why you yeah, got that? Yeah. Yeah. You stole stole my words. I huh? stole your words. Stole my words. Hey, it's our words now. Stole your words. It's our words now. Uh, smile. Oh, okay. I see how that works. <laughs> Fuck, I need to get some documentation on some stuff right now. I'm calling some lawyers. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Copyright and everything. Director and written by Parker Finn. This stars Sosie Bacon as Rose Cotter. Kevin fucking hates you. Uh, Jesse T. Usher as Trevor. What are you doing about Blue Hawk? Uh, we also got uh, Kyle Gallner as Joel. Well, it says nightmares are triggered by the belief that the dreamer has no control and this can cause insomnia. Also, and we also got Cal Penn as Dr. Morgan Desai. Next, make sure she knows that you're a nice guy, okay? And this is important, so pay attention. Also, we got Robin Weiger as Dr. Madeline Northcott, Caitlin Stasi as Laura Weaver, uh, Rob Morgan as Robert Talley, and uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one, pal? After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrific new reality. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so uh, we seem to read previews for this for fucking... Uh, Ever. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the first one was, uh, oh, my God, I can't Spider-Man? remember the first one. Yeah, I think it's Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. And so we, uh, my wife's been seeing previews of the movie she does go through. Oh, No Way Home. No Way Home. No I way. said Far From Home. Yeah, let's fix that, that before, I get, yeah. before the internet nerds kill me. Uh, my wife, said, every time she saw the preview, she went over and she goes, I want to see that. So we went and saw it. Uh, me and eight of the seven other people saw this movie together. Um, and... Man, uh, but real quick, I want to say in the theater behind me, there are two girls behind me that wouldn't shut the fuck up the whole time. They had, oh my god, you had the same experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a whole group of teenagers. Yeah, it was. They wouldn't shut up. It, like, oh. I, I was like, I, yeah. people, when you're in the theater, you're not at home. I don't need your yeah. fucking commentary. I don't get it, man. Like, what the fuck would they shut the anyway? I'm trying to shut that out because I'm trying to view the movie uh, yeah, objectively. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the movie. I mean, yeah. enjoy the movie. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I'm taking them out. Fuck those people. I hate him. I don't know if they came here there for that. You're not at home. You know? Like, like, like I understand uh, making fun of it or really talking about it at home, 
but you're not home. You're in a fucking theater. So shut the fuck up. Anyway, um, uh, smile. Anyway, back to the movie review. <laughs> what did you think of this, man? Like, like it was it was spooky, right? Like they they had like had the classic right. jump scares, right? This is what I'm gonna say about okay. this movie. It was spooky. Yeah, it gave you the creepy jeebies. Mm-hmm. It, it it jumped out and scared um, you a few times. It was R rated, but it was a hard R, so oh, it wasn't well, super gory. I mean, it had some gory oh, good yeah, parts. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That kind of made you go, eh, "What the <laughs> hell is that?" I did, I did, do, um, I did. It had, had one or two jump scares, like one I'll really say, big one, one really big one. I had a, one of my friends now, nearly fell off his fucking chair at one of the jump scares in this movie. The only thing this movie made me want is more of this movie, and I don't mean. Time wise, because it's almost two hours. Yeah. Which uh, horror movies, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's kicking it. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of, you're getting to the limit there, guy. But this is the biggest problem with this movie. We don't know nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. We know nothing. It's not follows. It's not follows. We know that people smile at you, they commit suicide, and that's it. And then you get that. That's it. <laughs> yeah, the that's movie. It. We don't get where it came from. Why? What's the entity? What's the? And the thing is, you have to put a little bit of that in there. Yeah. Because uh, even with Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Freddy, there's Cougar, something there. Know, there. There's always even the even in the earlier ones where you don't know a whole lot of yeah. the information, or even Pinhead with Hellraiser and stuff. What's about we that? At least week? know yeah. enough. We know enough. That it, it interests us. So now we're like, oh, it's like an evil, evil curse or it's this or that. No one gave us an explanation of what the hell this entity really was or what this thing was. And that is the thing that upset me about this movie. Is it usually I'm not I really think usually right. usually I'm not that upset about not having information, but this one fucking needed it because you spend yes. you spend a, a good part of the movie trying to figure out and you get nothing. You get nothing. Mm-mm. And Sosie Bacon was great. I thought she was great in this movie. And but you know, Sosie Bacon was great. The acting uh, with everybody was great. The jump scares are great. And this has really good potential. But I like like you're saying too. It just we needed that little bit. It, it could have been anything. It could have been five minutes. It could have been five minutes of someone just saying this was originally a demon from hell <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that smiled all the time, and it's that's what started it. Great. I don't care where it came from. I don't care if it was somebody opened a cracker jack box and this was the prize you yeah. got. You know, like but we needed tell something. Me something. But also, yeah. also, uh, I want to probably bring up the fact that we were probably spoiled by Barbarian, but how fucking good that was compared to this, you know? Like, like I was thinking, the last horror movie I saw in theaters to Barbarian, and now I just see Smile, and I'm like, it just doesn't it just doesn't do it. No, no, I mean, one, um, oh, man, I'm behind the times right now. Um, first, oh, you, oh, let's you put this all out there. Uh, first, this is a remake. Of a short film called Laura yeah, has a sleep. That's one of those right? films that Parker Finn had done. He did two shorts before this. This is his first feature film. Yes. Now here's the thing. Um, now Smile uh, was a low budget movie that was only for seventeen million dollars. Is what they made this for, and it was made for Paramount Plus streaming platform. 
Oh, this was not originally supposed to be out there in movie theaters, but it tested better with audiences in the big screen. That makes sense than it to did me. With on the TV, that makes which sense. makes one hundred percent sense because mm-hmm. this had some dark tones and stuff that good works perfect in a movie theater. Um, and to be honest, I think the movie theater would be the best way to see this. Yeah, because uh, so, because jump scares, like I don't get scared at home from jump scares, but this movie in theaters in the darkness. Really effective. And uh, I'm not the yeah. person that, that says jump scares are cheap. They can be, but there's a place for them. Like like in the movie Smile, there's a place for those jump scares. Um, yeah, and I, I think um, this is the beginning of a franchise. Oh, yeah. Because I, oh, like, yeah. I feel like this could easily be passed on, and you can even pass it on to other directors if you want and stuff like that. But um, I really think... It could be, and it, as long as you work the mythology in yeah. there, yeah, yeah, to give us an idea of what exactly this all came from and where this originated. That is that is the main platform here. This that's the main thing because you know we we found out in Nightmare on Elm Street that Freddy Krueger killed teenagers. You know we found out Jason was a kid that was drowned in the lake. We found out Michael Myers was an abused kid that mm-hmm. killed his entire family. Mm-hmm. You know we got those little niches. Yeah, we didn't see their faces on some of them. We didn't see the information exactly. But the thing is. That's what I think you can do with this movie is you can go and deep dive into this mythology and make it go all the way back to, you know, the first time photographs were taken. Maybe like make it like the first person ever smiled in a photo in a photo <laughs> was actually possessed by this thing. You know, like So here's the thing. Make your own history. Do you think okay, so we're we're in a place where uh you know there's been plenty of Halloween movies that weren't so good. Right, like mm-hmm. plenty of them, uh, you know. But uh, personally, like five, six, seven, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. Personally, I don't want to live in a world where H two O doesn't exist. But that's that's new here, there, nor yeah. there. I think <laughs> Busta Rhymes fighting Michael Myers is still one of the coolest <laughs> scenes ever. But it's one of the one of the worst movies ever. Any, I did you? <laughs> I think we talked about that movie on the podcast. We anyway, a long yeah, time yeah, ago. Yeah. Right after you got yeah, well, hit, I'm sure we'll talk about it very soon. Oh yeah, I think that's coming up soon. Okay. Yes, but um. Smile, I think we're a place in society now to where we can make sequels or trilogies, trilogies where we don't have to retcon it. I hope. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so um, I I definitely like some mythology on this. Um, I didn't hate this movie, but I'm also very unsatisfied by it. It's really yeah. long for yeah, a that, horror that film is, that doesn't give you a lot, you know? Yeah, I mean, by any means, we do find a lot out about the main character played by the great... Um, yeah, Susie Bacon. She was great. Susie Bacon. She was great. Obviously, you can tell she gets her acting chops from her mom and dad. Yeah. Like, Kira uh, who are yeah. both, yeah, who are both, you know, award-winning yeah. actors. Yeah. You know, and um, it's really good. It, it, I, I like her acting. I, I can't wait to see more from her. Um, of course, I think just this, too, this, great too. you know, a train, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, this could be like smile, smile again, yeah. and then like the third one be called frown. Yeah, you know, like, you know, like I don't know, like, but I can see you making something out of this. Um, just go get some of that mythology. Man. Yeah. That's, that's, that, I think that's what's leaving us unsatisfied because mm-hmm. we're always looking for mythology. We don't just want, hey, a bunch of people died, a bunch of people got killed, a weird shit happened. <laughs> yeah. you know, 
we need to, us, I just think moviegoers are more intelligent these days and we need a little more mythology. In our yeah, and there are people out there that say, well, you know, like the, the whole story is really about her and her mom. And you're like, I mean, that's a big part of it, but it didn't really play into the larger story. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, the smile. Uh, you guys, if you guys want to see it, it's in theaters. It'll be there for a while, I imagine, because uh, the theaters kind of, kind of a kind of slim pickets out. I mean, you can see some stuff if you want to, but uh, anyway. <laughs> Are you okay, buddy? Yeah, you got here. Here, you this, got, here, here, here. This will cheer you up. There you go. It does cheer me up. <laughs> uh, you gotta. You I gotta, even tried to make the same face as I make in the picture. <laughs> like, anyway, we we worked at that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, let's get some of these quotes going on. I'm going to die. She's going to die. He's going to die. We're all going to die. I promise this is not a this is a safe place, but not for me. I am going to die and not one person is listening to me. She was convinced an evil presence was stalking her too, if you remember. Why become a doctor if you're not going to be grossly rich? That is a good that is a good statement right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you haven't let something inside of you, Rose? <laughs> someone has to believe. Please, someone just believe me. He woke up in the middle of the night screaming, and I never heard him scream before. You said you weren't going to ask any questions. No, you said not to ask any questions. That guy ain't crazy. He's just a whole box of Fruit Loops. I like that saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris, you're a whole box of Fruit Loops. Oh, thanks, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I like Fruit Loops. Yeah, I know. I like Fruit Loops too. I don't think you should be alone tonight. Mommy made a mess. I'm so sorry. I haven't been a good mom. There's something so terrible inside of me. You can't escape your own mind. And I will stay with you forever. 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 Anyway, that's it. Okay, uh, my score for this at 3.5 wasn't awful. Uh, it had she jump scares. Had a it was it was fine. It was a fine movie. You know, Chris, dude, I swear to God, I think it's just me and you've been watching movies too long together, bro. We had to. Uh, that's exactly mine. <laughs> Three point five. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't something that's going to change the world. I wouldn't mind seeing it again if someone said, "Hey, have you seen Smile? I kind of want to watch this." I would sit down and watch it with yeah, them. Sure. Um, uh, but the thing is, again, just the missing of the mythology yeah. is just. Yeah, I gotta know why this is happening. Yeah, and it's. If I, like, like, because the movie to... should always answer who, what, and why. And we didn't get the and why at all. <laughs> we didn't get the why. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, so, uh, what is the? I'm on RottenTomatoes.com right now. Uh, what is the audience score for this? Sort of smile. Seventy. Eighty percent. Oh wow! Yeah. Like, than what I audience okay. says. Audience says, you may need to pay close attention in order to keep up with the story. But fans of celebrating horror should leave smile with a grin. Okay. All right. All right. Now, big bad mean critic score. You know, critics aren't always the nicest to horror films. What did they give Smile? 
77. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot higher than I thought. Chris Consensus is deeply creepy visuals and a standout Sosie Bacon for further elevate smiles, unsettling exploration of drama, adding up to the rare feature that satisfyingly expands on a short. And, you know, he said the short was a uh, warrior hasn't slept. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of want to see that short now. Do you know that that they they the Laura Weaver in the in the in the movie? That's the one they're talking about. Um, so it's it's interesting. It's yeah. If you guys, you're interesting. If you guys haven't seen, if you guys have already seen Barbarian, if you can go watch the small, but please see Barbarian first, honestly. <laughs> if you can see horror film theaters, see Barbarian. <laughs> but yeah, I like Barbarians. Yeah, me too. Do you like um? Do you like news? Oh shoot, that's what I was supposed to be doing this whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not get the news ready. Oh. Um, well, oh dude, and I forgot something else. Man, I am out of it this week. I swear, I forgot to. You know, I, I had a nice little oh. <laughs> mental institution for us to sit in. Oh, okay, well, while we're doing this movie, but I guess. Um, I guess you can hit the news music and I'll figure it all out. This is the Movies Don't Suck and Some of Them News. I am going to be reading stuff. Chris is going to like it or I'm going to have to kick him in the junk. A lot. Oh, well, I don't like, like a few that. Times. It's because you threw up, probably. Um, Why would it make you throw up? Uh, I mean, because... Chris. Yeah, it's kind of weird, I guess. If you say so. Uh, are you... So what's what do you got for me? I mean, I know you're still pulling it up, but oh, dude, I got a lot of stuff for you. Okay. I got a lot of stuff. A lot for of stuff. You. Oh, yeah. Like right now, Smile Two is already <laughs> oh, being discussed by director Parker Finn. Parker Finn is open up to making a sequel, so long as it's not a retread. Uh, for me, as a filmmaker, I never want to retread and just do something I've already done again the exact same way in a universe where there could be any potential more story to tell from Smile. I'd want to make sure it's surprising and different and not what people were expecting after the first one. You know what people weren't expecting, Parker? Mythology. <laughs> Backstory. Cool, cool. Uh, Backstory. Cool grimoire. Backstory, explain bro. The, the, I mean, <laughs> explain the... Uh... The origin of Smile. So now, do you remember in the MCU? Um, there was this guy who uh, kept following around um, Bruce Banner all the time. Do you remember that guy? Was his name Edward Norton or what was it? No, no, no. That was the guy who played oh, the Hulk. Following around, right? Like, you'd be, you'd be. Yeah, that, no, no, no. There's a guy that always wanted to capture the Hulk and and take his um, abilities and be able to put it in his own soldiers. Do you remember that? Uh, who is it? That that is uh, General Ross. Okay, that sounds uh, so familiar. Betsy Ross's dad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, the great um, uh, da 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 the I late love it. um. Yeah, da, 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 I'm loving it. Was originally played by William Hurt. Okay, we so oh, Thunderbolt the late, Ross. the late William Hurt. Yeah. So they haven't announced this yet, but everybody thinks this is what happened. Now we have a new Thunderbolt Ross, but they haven't declared it yet because this person has another property coming out, and they don't want to take away from that. Who do you think, who do people think it is? 
Harrison Ford has might be joining the MCU as Thunderbolt Ross. Man, that would be crazy. That would be fucking wild. He's like 80 years old now, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, dude. But, but, I mean, if he can still do it, he can still do it. I mean, he's just going to be a general in a suit. It's not like, you know. Do you know what uh, what uh, Mads Mikkelsen said about uh, Harrison Ford? That every day after that he, uh, that he every day after filming uh, Indy Five, he would go well, like kind of like a thirty mile mountain bike ride. Hey man, if that's what keeps him doing what he does at the the place that he's doing it, that's, that's wild though. He's um, a strong man, dude. It, it is wild. Um, I mean, it, it sounds crazy to me. I mean, I can barely walk upstairs, so. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like. So to, it's like I'd like to see. I'd like to see Harrison Ford in the MCU. I mean, we got we got stuff that's out at Disney Plus coming out. We some uh, what's that monster movie coming out? Uh, Werewolf by Night. That we'll have to get to it. Right. But uh, right. Yeah, but I mean, you can watch that probably right away. I know, dude, because to me that seems like it's right out when it comes to like monsters and all that shit. Like you go monsters. Your face you go, reminds me of a monster. That's very very sweet of you to say. I know. You know you love. You know I love you. I love you too, well. <laughs> All right. So, what you got? So here we go. You know what? You know what today is? Uh, it's the sixth thirty-fifth anniversary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is the thirty-fifth anniversary of one of my favorite movies of all time. What is that? Oh, is it the thirty-fifth anniversary of Princess Bride? It is the 35th anniversary of The Princess Bride. Now, Mandy Patkin has uh, put an emotional, there's an emotional uh, speech he put on Twitter. So uh, you can go to his Twitter. Uh, he, if you don't know who he is, he's the one who played uh, Aya Matona. Am I, I, I always say it wrong. <laughs> I say everything wrong. Everybody does this. Uh, I, I, I told, yeah. My name is Anya Maton- Matoya. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And he put this very emotional uh, speech all over on his Twitter. If you guys want to celebrate it, go please take a look at it. It it, it, it got me right in the all- got me right in the feelers. And you guys haven't seen Princess Bride. It's on net. It's on Disney Plus, dude. You'll do yourself a favor and watch that movie. It's amazing. Like, it's it's amazing. right. Yeah. Right. Um. Christian Bale just did an interview, and he would like to thank uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for his entire career. Because <laughs> he says this, oh, dude, it's not just me. Look, to this day, any role that anybody gets is only because Leo passed on it beforehand. It doesn't matter <laughs> anyone tells you. It doesn't matter how friendly you are with the directors. All those people that I've worked with multiple times, they're all offered every one of these roles to him first, right? And as soon as he passes, that's when we get them. Well, uh, David Russell just directed the answer, and that's out in theaters tomorrow, uh, if you're listening to this today. And I'll get to it. <laughs> I like David Russell, so, Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably get to it. Yeah. We'll probably get to it in the next week or two. Yeah. Um, the animal. Remember the animal? Uh, we're talking about the one with Rob Schneider, the animal. It's got a sequel being made. What? Really? Okay. The animal two is in the Rob Schneider to return, teaming up with Tubi with plans to develop a 
sequel to have a star in it. So, uh, Tubi's trying to get up there. You know, I, I don't really use Tubi, but hey, man, if Roku's going to do a Weird Al movie and all these other places, they got to get in there with their properties, you know? So. No shit. No shit. Uh, Bill Skarsgård and Lily Rose Depp are set to lead a Nosferatu remake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Eagers mm-hmm. uh, oh, oh, yeah. is, bring, <laughs> is bringing his Nosferatu remake back from the dead with Bill Skarsgård and Lily Rose Depp set to star. I got a boner on this are, so, so much. More, I got a boner so much. Uh, I do we need any more information than that, Chris? Dude, you see Robert, you see Bill Skarsgård? Skarsgård and he got Robert Eagers. Dude, yeah. he's got the biggest boner right now. You have no clue. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see it? I don't. I, but no! <laughs> we'll get banned again, Chris. Okay. You can't show me your junk every week. <laughs> right. We're not on Pornhub. All right, sorry. Not yet. Uh, talking about Bill Skarsgård, this is why he just accepted that role. You know what ended rap? You know what wrapped filming yesterday? Tell me. The Crow! Oh, shit. Yeah, I bet you can't wait, dude. You it's gotta... done, bro. <laughs> you can't fuck. We're in post-production. The remake of The Crow with Bill freaking Skarsgård. Dude, as long as it's not Edward Furlong, it can't be bad. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Uh, but this is a complete reboot. And hope they got to have that goth music, though, dude. They got to have so, that Colt Nine Inch Nails sound to it, bro. Yeah, they got to have True Reznor involved somehow, right? That, well, cause, well, I mean, because that music is what influenced James O'Barr to write The Crow. Oh, really? That's what his character was based off of, was like a muscle version of Robert D. Smith. Okay, okay, okay kind of like The Cure, that sort of thing. Now, now that you see it, I see it in your head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. I can't yeah. wait. Uh, dude, honestly, the crow is such a cool character. It doesn't. I mean, right? I mean, I know that you have mm-hmm. a yeah. I've been. I've been, every year I've been trying to find that soundtrack for you on vinyl. I love that soundtrack. Okay. It's one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. Uh, that and Batman '89, two oh, favorite Batman, soundtracks okay. of all time. Danny Elfman, right? Oh, huh? Danny Elfman, right? Elfman did the Elfman and Prince, right? Or is I, it? Elfman did the music music for the, the score movie. of the score. Like, okay. the, the score. Yeah. Yeah. The soundtrack is 100% Prince. <laughs> Which one do you want more? If I had to find a vinyl, you want the soundtrack for Prince or the Danny Elfman? You want the Prince one, right? Of course. Oh, Prince. Yeah. All hands I know you're, down. I know That's you're Prince why, fan. For my party, for my birthday this year, if you went and opened it up, mm-hmm. like the, the creative story thing or whatever yeah. that I made was Party Man from Batman 89. <laughs> Party Man. Anyway, uh, next story. Um, Velma from Scooby Doo mm-hmm. is now a lesbian. Finally, finally, she finally came out of the closet, man. Um, the new trick or treat Scooby Doo makes it canon. So after decades of fan speculation, Velma is officially a lesbian. Well. I'm glad that happened. Honestly. It makes so much sense because I always was attracted to lesbian women. Yeah, I was always attracted to lesbian women that I could not date. They'd be like, oh, da, 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 da. And it's like, oh, man, oh, you're a lesbian. My bad. And, so and I was attracted we, to Thelma. Like, we, I didn't care about Daphne. Daphne was an airhead. Do you want some crazy shit that the people, the doctors used to believe? They used to believe that transgender people became uh, male, female, male, or male, female. Because they were attracted to lesbians, and they couldn't be with them, so they changed genders. That's what they used to uh, believe. 
That's some crazy shit. But really, yeah. yeah. Well, now that Thelma is um, out there, uh, if you Google her, if you Google her on Google, um, it, there's like a bunch of rainbows and pride oh, balloons nice. that go up on the Google. Uh, so Google has now added to uh, and pride flags and confetti. If you if you just uh, go to Google and Google Velma, you will get all this cool pride stuff coming up. Make your safe. Make sure your safe so search is on. By the way, make sure your safe search is on when you do that. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Tasha Forminga will return for The Nun 2. Uh, the Gilded Age actress will replace her role as Sister Irene for cool. the new Nun movie. Cool. I mean, uh, first one yeah. freaked me out, and the second one will do the same. So Yeah, uh, you. I'm sure you'll be crying in the theater. I'll have to come up there and help you again. Okay. Um, the movie Berserker, which uh, is about the uh, immortal, uh, it's a comic book movie, uh, is looks like Keanu Reeves might be directing it. I'd like to see it behind the camera personally. You know, like, why not? God, see Keanu Reeves directing anything. Why not? Yeah. It, it's uh, Keanu Reeves. Um, <laughs> let's, um, he goes, I know how a lot of it will work, but... Uh, uh, I, I, but the film I directed, Man of Tai Chi, was born. I became the director because I was part of the writing process, and I didn't want to hand it over. And I was like, okay, I have to direct this as well. I so, I mean, it's Keanu Reeves. I've always wondered that. Like, you know, you have these writers that write screenplays, and then they give it to someone, and they're like, and they see the movie, the other thing, they're like, I don't agree with the vision. The other thing, they're kind of pissed about it, like upset that the, the, the idea they had was either cheapened or changed from what they had. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like if I were a screenwriter, I'd want to direct it too. You know, me too. All right, so you know the movie Rust, right? Rust, yes the the one that Alec Baldwin accidentally shot and killed the director. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I don't think she was a director. I think it was oh, just oh, like the assistant uh, director. Was that it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Um, well, it will resume filming in January. Oh, they're gonna keep on. They're gonna make it off to the hut. They're still gonna make yeah, it. They're continuing it. Man, that's I don't. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Man. What do you? So, what do you think of that? Like, like cinematographer Hutchins. Okay, there's some she's cinematographer. So what, what do you think? So man? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, I see why you want to continue working on the piece that you put millions and millions and millions of dollars in. You know, yeah. at the same time, you kind of killed someone. But you know, Brandon Lee died on the Crow set. And they still finished the movie, I, I, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I just know that some you people know, like, think that that you know that Al Baldwin's to blame for having a movie that didn't exactly you know. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You ever heard of uh, Matthew Maximum? Matthew Maximum. Yeah. Who's Matthew Maximum? He um he wrote some movie named Joker. What? Oh, I think I remember that movie from from a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, like and, right, um, right before the pandemic. Uh, yeah, Scott Silver. Yeah, yeah. Scott Silver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Malcolm Spellman, who's working on Captain America Four. Ooh. Those guys. You've heard of those guys? Yeah, I think so. They sound familiar. All right. All three of them have just 
sound it is varied. Spawn the movie is now 100% happening, and those three guys are our screenwriters. Hey, man, like, I know we already had Spawn the movie that wasn't that good, you know? But uh, it's finally happening. Oh, my God. CG on that movie does not hold up. <laughs> I, I, I recently watched it, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is so bad. This, this is so bad. Why am I watching this right now? You know, no. what, you know what holds up, man? Like, you back know, in the day, I thought it was awesome. You know what holds up really well? And um, I didn't think it would. 1981's Poltergeist holds up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. And you remember who's playing Spawn, right? Who's playing Spawn? Jamie Foxx. Oh, that's right. So uh, I, I imagine he's been wanting to play that for a long time. Right? Yeah, he's been, he's been signed on for a little while, okay. for at least the last two years i think was the last time uh we talked about it uh so sprite is sponsoring a movie what (laughs) why what are they doing they're sponsoring wakanda forever okay i'm okay with that (laughs) it's just it's just a movie about the sprite culture phenomenon that shifted and changed people's perspectives on what black folks could do. The film franchise speaks to brown and black people, creators, and people changing the world. And that to us is a momentous shift. Sprite's marketing has sought to change perceptions of black creators. So why not partner with such a franchise that is doing the same? As partners, Sprite Zero and Black Panther created an interactive experience, Hall of Zero Limage, which offers exclusive behind-the-curtain look at the upcoming film and video content from the multicultured woman women behind it, including Hannah Bleacher, the first black person to win an Oscar for production design. The explores the intersection of STEAM. Uh, science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics, women empowerment and advisory and STEAM. These women remain largely underappreciated within the career fields, making less than 10% of the work field. Um, so, yeah, uh, basically scan the QR code on Zero Sprite, can or bottle to access a digital portal to the Hall of Zero Limits. That's fucking really cool. I like that a lot. I love every moment of that. You know, fucking I, a. I Help can't everybody I, out. I, I don't know you. I'm fucking pumped for Wakanda forever, dude. Like every time I see the preview, I'm like, I want to watch that right fucking now. Uh, I haven't watched a single preview. Oh really? Yeah. Why well, do I don't want it ruined? Dude. Did you walk out that's, of the theater when it happens? I don't want ruined. Oh, you walk out of the theater when it's no. I, I just kind of pay attention to my phone. <laughs> I mean, I know Namar. I know Namar's on it. I know uh, the submariner, yeah. as, as he's called, uh, one of the first. The first time we're going to get this guy, and he is an original Avenger. Okay. He is an original OG Avenger. I'm glad to finally see him. Okay. Um, but uh, I haven't really dived into it because I'm just like, man, yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, Jar- Jared Leto is the star and produce a movie, a biopic based on Carl Lagerfeld, uh, the fashion designer. I think I just saw a picture of them hanging out together, like smiling. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, whatever, Jared Leto. Just don't be weird. Yeah. I mean, it's too late for him to not be weird. <laughs> you know, like. I mean, just don't be weird. Like, don't be weird like he was on that last thing. I have did. this friend who believes that he has a cult. 
like a, a following of of young girls. It's a cult. It's weird. He's like, like Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. They, they, he, a friend who's like, Ooh. he's so fucking creepy like that. You know? Does anybody out there think that Jared Leto is a cult leader? Just want to know. Yes, one. Anybody? Know. All right. Okay. <laughs> we'll find out. All right. Dustin Hoffman is added to a movie. Joins the stud-started cast of Francis Ford Coppola's Megaopolis, that big, huge movie he's been making. Finally. I mean, I mean like, who's in this whole staff? Like, uh, Isabel Cushman, D.B. Swiney, uh, newcomer Bailey Ives, Coley Feynman. Um, oh, these are just all ad- other additives. I'm sorry. <laughs> these are all other additives, including Dustin Hoffman. All right, and here's the other people that are in this movie. Adam Driver, a.k.a. Kylo Ren, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, Nathan, uh, you AKA know, Natalie Emmanuel, um, Lawrence Fishburne, John Voight, uh, Tyler Sheree, Shia LaBeouf, Jason Schwartzman, Grace Vanderbilt, Cuthon Hunter, James Raymore. I swear and the list goes on so, and on. I think I mean, Francis this- Ford Coppola is such a iconic uh, director, you know, Apocalypse Now, Godfather. He wants to make one more giant movie. I can't wait for this one. You know? It's going to make me feel happy in places I can't. I can't tell you. I mentioned I finished the um, offer, right? Especially since I know my sister's listening this week, and uh, it's just weird. What? I mentioned I finished the offer. Oh, did you finally? Yeah. How and did it, you think about it? I love it. And uh, The Godfather's on Peacock. So if you want to watch it. Yeah, I just came back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's on Peacock yeah. now. Yeah. Went from Paramount to Peacock. Yeah. I know I saw it, like, yesterday <laughs> or whatever. Uh, um. All right, one of the greatest actors of all time let a little bombshell drop the other day too Ooh. on uh, on Stephen Colbert. I Ooh. think it was Ooh. Uh, Norman Reedus Ooh. is one lands a role in Jeff Jeff Nichols's film The Bike Riders. Makes Dude, sense. I love Jeff Nichols. I love Jeff Nichols. I love Jeff Nichols. I can't wait for this. He's mm. perfect for his movies, dude. If Michael Shannon yeah. and is Michael Shannon's in it and Norman Reedus, I might just fucking just my pants right now. And, um, yeah, uh, Ritas has signed up on to join the ensemble cast of The Bike Riders, a movie, the filmmaker Jeff Nichols. The film will feature an ensemble cast, including Ritas, Austin Butler, a.k.a. Elvis Presley yeah, from yeah, the yeah, Elvis yeah, movie yeah. that just came out, Jody Carner from Free Guy, Tom Hardy, Michael Shannon. No! Boyd oh, Holbrook. my God! Yeah, I know. I just I, came. Don't jizz your pants, Yeah, just now. Sorry. On. Keep it. Don't. Don't. We don't need to be picked <laughs> off the air again. Okay, sorry, sorry. And uh, Damon Harriman is also in the, uh, the Bike Riders' original story set in the 60s follows the rise of a motorcycle club in the Midwest. Um, I'm down. Uh, yeah, I'm dude. down all day. I'm down all day. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Jeff Nichols guy. I've been following his career forever since before Mud, I think. And, uh, you know, he made Mud, he made Loving. And mm-hmm. he made a midnight special. I am all about what's it called? The one, the bike riders. The, I, I, I'm all about the bike riders. Let's do the it. Bike riders. Let's do it. Yeah. Do it. Um. All right. Avengers: Secret Wars Finally. finds its writer in Michael Warden. Is this going to be more epic than Avengers in game? Uh, Secret Wars is a pretty epic comic book okay, series, okay. dude. I mean, it's the first one was in 1984. It was the introduction of the uh, black-suited Spider-Man that that turns into Venom. Yeah, that yeah. was introduced by Todd McFarlane, you know, back yeah. in those days. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm ready to go on that. And then 
Last but not least, and you know why this is the last story of the week. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Barry Coogan. Mm-hmm. Do you remember him? Barry Coogan? Yep. Uh, explain to me who he is. He was in the Batman in a deleted scene, or oh. you just heard him to the side. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. He has been signed on and will return as the Joker for Batman 2. Man, I'm 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 really excited to see how this is gonna look like. You know, because the Joker's the iconic villain for the Batman. The Batman. And um I I'm sure that every time he shows up, you're wondering how it's gonna go. You're wondering how it's gonna look. You're wondering that they're gonna get it I, right. I just I just want a Joker that's the right Joker. Like, seriously, we haven't had a right Joker. Like, the only person that's close to it is, Nicholson? is Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Is Nicholson. Yeah. And Jer, uh, Heath Ledger, and not to diss Heath Ledger, because he was a good actor uh, by any means, people. I know that Heath Ledger was a good actor. He had a good psycho kind of to it, but he... There's something about him that just wasn't exactly. I can so go into full detail. Your, your, your idea of Joker is he a sick person? Is he fucked up? Is yes. he evil? Yes. Okay. Right. He will he will rip your face off just to laugh at it. Okay. Like he he needs to be Joker, and he needs to be not painted. He needs to be bleached in chemicals. The chemicals is what made him go insane. Well, he's a sick fuck, right? Like that's what the, what the Joker is, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Right. He will kill your mother in front of you and then eat her body just to do it to see if that'll upset you more. So we'll see probably Batman 2 probably three, four years from now, maybe. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. All right, man. Well, But Chris, that was the news. It is time for the last movie. That was the movie Don't Suck and some of them news. Now, me and Chris will talk about the movie everybody's been talking about this past nine weeks. Blonde. Blonde, directed by Andrew Dominic. Um, he did, I'm a big fan of Andrew Dominic. I, uh, I like Chopper a lot. I liked, I liked uh, uh, the assassination of Jesse James by Carol Robert Ford. I love that. Oh, fun- yeah. I, I actually have, used to have that in my DVD collection. It's amazing. It's a, it's like a painting. It's beautiful. And he's killing them softly, which is uh, from 2012. Pretty good movie. And now he's back with Blonde. Uh, he wrote and directed it. This is based on the Joyce Carol Oates novel, which makes it clear in that novel that it's not the true story, but they try to hit the beats right. But this stars Anna Armas as Norma Jean herself. You gave me an empty gun? The shells were coming, okay? Huh? Um, we got uh, Julianne Nicholson as Gladys. Tony, where the hell is that tractor? We have uh, Xavier Samuel as Cass Chaplin, uh, son of Charlie Chaplin. Jesus Christ! Why are you wearing a gimp mask? Ah, he put it on me while I was asleep. I don't know why he thought that would be funny. Yeah, it must be insane. Of course it's not funny. All right, stop it. We also have uh, Bonnie, Bobby Cannavale. Or Bobby Cannavale as the ex-athlete. I don't understand. I got my punches. Didn't you just say I could have a free milkshake? And we have also uh, Adrian Brody as the playwright. To deliberately believe in lies while knowing they're false. Why don't you read the storyline for Blonde, pal? 
from director Andrew Dominic and based on the best-setting novel by Joyce Carol Oates. Blonde boldly reimagines the life of one of Hollywood's most enduring icons, Marilyn Monroe. From her violated childhood as Norma Jean through her rise to stardom and romantic entanglements, Blonde blurs the lines of fact and fiction to explore the widening split between her public and private selves. So this movie, uh, it's two hours and 47 minutes long, so it's really fucking long. Uh, yeah, but, but let's, I want to make this very clear before we jump into this goddamn movie. This goddamn movie, yeah. All right, one, and I put it as movie fact number one. This is based on a 2000 novel. This is not Marilyn Monroe's actual life. But you should tell it to Andrew Dominic because he's been saying like the whole time this is like a true story. This is how it works, and it it's bothers. That's not. No, not at all. It is not like so many people have come out, and this is what the controversy is around this film. Um, one one of the major controversies. Actually, give me your part, and then I'll jump in. Okay, um, I, I want to talk about just basically the the concept of this movie. It's, it it uh. It demonizes the male gaze, which is fair. It does demonize the male gaze. There's, you'll see photos. There's parts of the movie where you see the men just looking awful with their mouths open, their his tongue hanging out, looking at the male in row. But you, it, it's supposed to demonize that, but then they exploit her in the same movie. You know, they exploit this person in the same movie. And I'm like, like, uh, is this on purpose? Like, what the fuck are you doing to me? Uh, this movie is two hours and 47 minutes of a giant bummer. A giant bummer movie. <laughs> uh, uh, now, of a giant bummer. So I, I like that. I, now the pro, that's not the problem. I guess uh, the you know everyone's seen Requiem for a Dream, you know. But I, I again, Andrew, I don't know what the fuck you're trying to say here. Like you go back and forth saying, "Well, I wanted you to feel uncomfortable," which that's fine. You can make me feel uncomfortable, but I have a fucking point to it. Um, Anna Armas, she uh, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a great mm-hmm. actress. But I can tell you the whole mm-hmm. time, I was like, that's not how Americans say words. Like, her accent was not good at all. You know, I was like, uh. uh. I'm going to disagree with you on that. I think she really brought the Marilyn Monroe accent really well. Because uh, after watching uh, several videos of Marilyn Monroe after yeah. the movie to see if it, that's actually how she talked, it's yeah. actually how she talked. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so I mean, it's all weird. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like she had that redneck uh, swing with. Uh, with, with uh, trying to be polite, and mm-hmm. cautious, courteous, or whatever. Um, and Armis so deserves, deserves all the accolades you get for being a great actress. She deserves it uh, 100%. Because I felt, I mean, it's a, I felt her, but at the end, she wasn't Anna Armis to me. She was Marilyn. She was, she was number Jean. But yeah, this movie is long. It's a it's a bummer movie. It's gonna make you uncomfortable, and I I don't know if I can actually if I can actually recommend this to anyone. You go your turn. All right. So this is the major major problem with this movie. So, um, like you said, it has like no identity. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know exactly what they're trying to say because there's many times where you're like, okay, is this movie trying to be like, all right, 
is this trying to be like against you know sexual sexualization in Hollywood? How women were treated like you know basically dirt and stuff like that? Because it made it very clear that you know she was getting paid like five hundred dollars a day. One guy was getting paid yeah. like a hundred thousand dollars. You know, like it, there was very much places where it indicated, okay, we're trying to help the women's movement. But how do you do that by sexually? Like, there's so many spots where Anna didn't need to be, you know, topless or naked yeah. or, you know, in this movie. Like, it was just like, there's so many parts that you're doing exactly in the movie, which you're portraying. Should not be a thing that yeah. should be done. It's so fucking stupid. Like, like make it like, like you're you have that, and then you're exploiting it. Like you, you can't do both, man. You can't do that. And it, like, it just, mm. like I love this director. I don't love this movie at all. <laughs> like, all like right. it's and the other thing, the other thing that really got me, and I get it. I get what you're trying to go for in yeah. some of these things, yeah. right? Yeah, I get what you're trying to do. Like, um, it kept changing the size. Of the framing, oh that aspect of ratio. A lot of it was not good. And, to go, like, not and, a lot of it didn't the, work though. The reason of it was because the things that were being shown yeah. is actually a reacted uh, film that they have, and they're trying to go with what film was recording that situation at that time. Yeah, to look at make it look more realistic. But, um, and and uh, I mean. It was, this was a bummer of a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it just looks like Marilyn Monroe never had a good day in her entire life. Is the way that I got from this movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean the the, the poster looks adorable. Like you're gonna have fun. <laughs> oh, it's Marilyn Monroe, right? But uh, th- this is the bottom line to this, guys. I wanted this movie to be better. Oh yeah, I man. wanted this movie to work. Um, I wanted this movie to be, you know, everything it should be showing the exploitation of a woman in Hollywood um, back in the day. And it it just didn't happen. It it just, the best thing about this movie and 100% agree with everybody else is that Anna Anna's acting. The acting in this movie is great. The whole idea, the whole idea of it all. Bobby Cannavale, Adrian Brody, even cast Xavier Samuel, even her mom. All the acting in this is great. But the movie itself yeah. is just a... a, a I know, it, it just seemed like it was meshed. It was, it, it was trying to go for an artistic look that it did not achieve. And yeah. it kind of just... Mushed it all together to try to figure it all out. Yeah, because there are the scenes where it's showing these men, their mouths are open, they're they're screaming at Anna, and then in the next scene you see her titties, and you're like, how am I supposed to feel about this? Like, like you're exploiting her right there. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? And then, yeah. then also it seems like the director's sort of obsessed with, like, with like her you ovaries, you know, we get these three form images of fetuses and shit, and you're like, yeah, dying fetuses yeah, all the, the f- time because I guess she had so many miscarriages. Yeah, yeah which also there's no fucking uh, evidence for. But uh, Andrew Thompson was saying this is what happened, and uh, Joyce Carol Oates saying no, it didn't. <laughs> I'm making it very clear this is a fictitious movie, and he's like, I I didn't know that. <laughs> like it's like he's going out there saying though, yeah, this is a. This is high art. This is what what you see from real life. I'm like, no, Joyce Carol has made it clear. It's a fucking movie. It's it's a yeah, story. Dude. Yeah. Uh, 
for real. I, 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 man, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I, you know me, I always base movies on rewatchability. I could never watch this again. I, I don't think I could watch this again if somebody pulled my teeth and told me to, like I said, hey, I'm going to pull your front teeth or you have to watch Blonde again. And I'm just going to be like, I don't think I'm going to watch Blonde again. I think I'll just Andrew, get some teeth replacements, man. Andrew, this is a bunch of fucking nonsense. This is not a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand what you're going for. Yeah. I get it. I, I see the artistic vision that you're trying to give us. But, no, but at the same time... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, made fucking JFK be a guy that made that made someone forced to suck his dick. I mean, I don't know what more I can say to that. You basically just took one of the best presidents of the United <laughs> States of America and made him look like he's a scumbag, scumbag asshole. Which the way I hear from everybody in that situation was not how that occurred because there's actual video recording of what happened in that room and it was not that. It was but, not him going. You bet. It, no, no, it's good. Just, just go ahead. Just do it. Yeah, I mean, there's, 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 there's theories out there that they he killed Marilyn, or and regardless of whether or not that's true, that doesn't change the fact that this movie, no amount of acting could save how this movie is. It's, it's weird. It's, it's bad in the strangest way possible. Cause it's beautiful. Yeah, and like the way they did, uh, the way they did fade outs to black. Yeah. And then, then all of a sudden we're like three years later yeah. or we're like two yeah. years and later we, or whatever. And we just missed like a big part of her fucking life. You know, like it's beautifully shot, but it's a bad movie. It, it, there's so much it's beautifully shot, beautifully acted, but damn dude, seriously, yeah. you couldn't figure out how to coherently make it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there. It's just a little work. Give us and, the tone, man. You, Give us the tone. You know, like oh, they did. Fuck you all. Yeah, yeah, that was the tone. Yeah. The tone was fuck you all. Fuck uh, you all for trying to watch my movie. Yeah, what that a, was the tone of this what movie. What a all fucking right, bummer movie. Let's get the ratings and let's go. All right. Norma Jean, I just want you to know that man there is your father. We so poor that jaw was your crib. Stop squirming like a little snake that has to pee. No one can love a child that has been cursed. Like Harry Potter. I'm not an orphan. I have a mother. I have a father. I will be anyone you want me to be. Man, look at the ass on that little girl there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like you got a masculinity thing like that, and then five seconds later, you're showing her titties every Anyway, they said my daughter was coming, but I don't know who you are. I like to watch myself in the mirror. I like to watch myself even on, on the toilet even. Do you watch yourself on the toilet, Chris? I don't think I could. I don't think I could. Dude, come on with that super awesome toilet you have that, like, cleans the inside of your stomach. Wait, hold on. You, you used that before, before, right? Oh, yeah. It's amazing, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You don't even t- you don't even need toilet paper. <laughs> I just use a towel next to you. Next to the t- <laughs> Please to the don't do that. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, maybe you should have put a white towel there. So well, people no, you use toilet paper. paper to wipe, clean your butthole. Cause this oh, okay. Is, uh, okay. Fuck Marilyn. She's not here right now. 
I change my mind, and my mind is mine to change. It's awful, the things they make up. I know you're supposed to get used to it, but it's it really hurts. Everyone in the world would give their right arm to be you, and you know it. Oh, Daddy, that, that, that thing on the screen, that isn't me. You mean people make spaghetti not just from the store? <laughs> Don't make me go back. I never want to be her again. Fuck you and fuck this movie. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Marilyn, you know what? I'm going to stop it at that. I'm not even yeah. going to read anymore. Fuck you and fuck this movie. That's literally in the movie too. Okay. So what's All your right. score? I this? guess I got to get uh, three. I don't three point three point two. I'll get a three point two because of the acting and I kind of see what was going on there, um, but not even three. You know what? No, I'm good at three. I'm good with three. I'm good with three. I'm going over with the two point eight. Uh, oh man, right yeah. above an STD. Yeah, because like it has all the hallmarks of great meal free filmmaking and artful filmmaking. Mm-hmm. But he fucks it up, and I actually go in two point five on this one. This is an STD for me. Uh, yeah, you want an STD because because it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. Um, I like the acting. The acting is fantastic, but again, they just took one aspect of of Marilyn Monroe or Marilyn Jean and they blew it up to make it sort of fucking like a caricature, you know, like not a real person, you know. And so, uh, Andrew Dominic, you tried to make an artistic film and you fucking failed. Dude, this is failed. A, yeah, failed. So this is a TD attack for me. Uh, unless you want to fucking bum uh, bum yourself out for two and a half hours, you know, two hours. Dude, it was so bumming. And the thing is, like, I did. I watched this after a long day of work and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And I thought it was going to be like an up and down roller coaster, yeah. like you'd expect with a biography. But this is just from the get go. It's just like suicide and death, and yeah. people die, and and you're going to get hit and raped, and you know, like. It was like, what the fuck am I watching, yeah. bro? Yeah. So uh, this is the worst movie. I can't believe you made me watch this movie, Chris. I think we both were talking about seeing this movie. <laughs> I think we were both. No, yeah, I think I think you one hundred percent made me watch this movie. <sighs> this is all you. I'm gonna run some of this. What is the audience score for Blonde? Uh, thirty-eight. You're close, thirty-two. Nice! Yeah. I got close on that one. The audience says, doesn't matter how well acted or creative you film it is, watching Blonde is a really unpleasant experience, which is uh, 100% the case. What is the critic score for Blonde? Oh, the critic score. Ah, I think they're going to like it a little bit more because critics like the artsy-fartsy stuff, and they're going to be like, I got it. I don't see why you didn't get it. <laughs> so I'm going to say uh, 41%. 43. <laughs> Not. I wasn't off on this one. All right. Cool. Census is, Anna Armis's luminous, oh, luminous performance makes it difficult to look away, but Blonde can be hard to watch as it tears between commenting on exploitation and contributing to it, which is what exactly what we said. It's um, it's a bummer of a movie, Blonde. Uh, it's on Netflix. If you guys want to spend two and a half hours of your night, or two hours, 45 minutes of your night watching this, uh, I didn't have a good time watching it, and I walked away feeling weird. 
And not in a yeah, good way. I mean, uh, <laughs> not in a good not, way. I, I mean, this was not. This is not one of my favorite movies. This will not be in the top ten. No, not at all. Not at all. This is. If we do, we do a top five worst movies of the year. It might be. We need to start doing that. Maybe we should do that next year. Well, no, last year um, we did definitely did our worst movies of top five worst movies all that year for sure because you put uh, you put Saint Maud up there. And I still can't forgive you for that, but this will be in there probably. Oh God, Saint Maud, that was a freaking uh, anyway. Oh man, why'd you make me I'll remember never that you bad that. memory? I'll never forgive you. That's worse. <laughs> That's a bad movie. Anyway, uh, yeah, Wand. So, what's the movies we're watching next week, Chris? Uh, how? Oh, I'm sorry, not Halloween's Hellraiser. And you said we have to watch Hocus Pocus two. What? What? what so, what was the first one? Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah. Woo! I love Hellraiser. And now you and the unfortunate watch Hocus Pocus two. I didn't tell you this until today. But I'm not a fan of Hocus Pocus. I don't like the first one at all. Yeah, you said you hate Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I and did. You hate anybody that's a fan of it. I didn't say that part. <laughs> you said you said it is. It, it's because of that shitty movie. We got the shitty universe of Harry Potter. I did not say I like Harry Potter. You, yeah, because that that's what that is the movie that influenced Harry Potter. Is it really? So I'm guessing. Yeah, so I'm guessing you hate Hocus Pocus and you hate Harry Potter. There are plenty of things that are influenced by something that I like. You know. But but Hocus Pocus is not one of the movies that. Do you also? I, I just you know. So you hate Harry Potter. You hate Hocus Pocus. Um, you what also hate Santa Claus. <laughs> you also said um, kids that smile scare you. Yeah, that's true. That's one hundred percent true. Um, yeah. uh, the other thing is anybody that's a parent, uh, you hate them. That's true. Yeah. Uh, except for your own parents. Yeah, uh, well, I don't like them that much either. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, uh, anyway, yeah, dude, we got to do it because yeah. it's literally the biggest movie right now. Yeah, I, I know plenty. Of people and then, is there anything at the theater there this weekend uh, besides uh, besides um besides uh what's that movie with uh David Russell? We just talked about it. Amsterdam. Besides Amsterdam, I really have no desire to see the, anything else really. And again, with Amsterdam, that's that one with Christian Bale and Chris Rock and John David Washington. Oh, shut up! That comes out this week. Yeah. Can we do that instead? No way. What that? about Lyle Lyle Crocodile? That's supposed to be the number one <laughs> Dude, movie. I saw weekend. that, and I'm like, what the fuck is it? I didn't hear about it until just now. Lyle Lyle Crocodile. <laughs> All right. For for your, your for your love only, and I'll do this only once. Okay. This, this, is, this, is, your, uh, this is your Hail Mary, man. Okay. This is your Hail Mary. All right. We will not do Hocus Pocus 2. We, we will do? do Amsterdam. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with you on that. Right. I'm, I'm with you on that. Amsterdam. I mean, it's Margot Robbie and freaking and uh, Christian. I like to beat up anybody that's below my pay raise. <laughs> right. right. Christian Bale. I love his acting. He's probably one of the cheesiest people in Hollywood. The right worst now. human beings ever. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the lead singer Godsmack. I oh. like his singing, but he, that guy is a POS. Yeah, you totally sold I've never heard a good story about that I heard that, that you were smoking weed with the vendors and sold it. Ah, we don't talk about that story on here. Oh no! That, that's a story you get if you're in person with me. But yeah, we don't we don't talk about that story. Okay, fair here. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, <laughs> you can visit online with zone.net dot net. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com, social media, podcast. Oh, what? I see why you want to see this movie so bad. Why? Because your boyfriend's in it. Who? Michael Shannon. I didn't know he was in Amsterdam. 
Dude, he's uh, here. The the list of people in uh, this before we we end this out. Um, the the list of people in Amsterdam is Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, uh-huh. Alexander Nivola, Andrea Andrea Risebro, Anna Taylor Joy, Chris Rock, Michael Shannon, Mike Myers, Taylor Swift, Zoe Zendelia, uh, Rami Malek, uh, Robert De Niro. What the fuck, dude? Uh, so, uh, yeah. how 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 are we doing Hocus Pocus two <laughs> over this? Yeah, ever. I do, I do want to mention David Russell directed it. I've heard, not heard good things about it, but I, I, my hopes are up. My hopes are up. It's honest. only a two hour movie. Okay, right. we'll we'll go for it, man. Right. We'll go for it. You can follow us online on Set Network, Facebook, Facebook.com, such as on podcast. Yeah, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> we can, uh, we're on Twitter, NTS Podcast. <laughs> we're on Instagram, uh, <laughs> NTS Podcast. <laughs> We're on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon console shoes don't suck. One um bonfire your bonfire comments shoes don't suck something new. You'll find shirts and stuff with us on it. And we're also on every fun podcast. You can find moves they don't suck. It's in the new watch us YouTube and subscribe. Watch us on um on uh, Facebook. Go and like that page. And Neil, what do we do for small businesses? Small businesses, if you have a small business, your friend has a small business, your baby mama had a small business, and she's selling stuff on the side, let <laughs> us know. Send us the information. We'll be more than happy to advertise it on our show. We will give it out to our millions of followers, our thousands of listeners, and be more than happy to advertise your business because we want to make sure that people in this world get as many breaks as we possibly can. I think that's it, man. I think okay. we're done. What do you All think? Right. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. Uh, uh, fuck. Hold on. My fingers aren't working. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> that's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter what type of lady you're into, brunette, redhead, blonde, as long as you smile, a homicidal smile that will kill her later in life, you'll get that number. Have a good night. <laughs>